Hello again, I'm Craig Hemingway, Communications Manager for the City of Moose Jaw, and welcome to the Notorious Jawcast, the official podcast of the City of Moose Jaw, Canada's most notorious city. And coming up on this episode, it takes a village to welcome a newcomer. We give you the lowdown on how to join a community conversation about how our community can be even more welcoming to those new to our city and country. A couple reminders as well, street cleaning with the city of Moose Jaw set to get underway next week, April 22nd. Our crews are going to start that work overnight to clear the downtown core and all downtown metered areas, then start transitioning to schools and eventually residential areas. And you can find more on that at moosejaw.ca. Also with Easter weekend upon us and the Easter break here, there are a pile of not only outdoor activities to enjoy around the city, but extended public swimming times at the Kinsman Sportsplex, an activity club to join as well. Just call the Sportsplex for more details, 694-4483 or head to moosejaw.ca. And with spring in mind, let's now check in on what we could be doing, what we should be doing in the yard and garden to get ready for growing season and tell you about an upcoming composting clinic as well. Joining us is our city parks gardener, Sarah Regent. Sarah, welcome. Yeah, it's always great to be on the podcast and you're right, spring is here, people are excited and there is quite a bit to get done this time of year. First off, is this your favorite time of year? Oh, I would say my favorite time of year is a little bit... Um, into summer once things are blooming right now it's a lot of cleaning and dusty and it can be quite dirty work but it is exciting to get out there after all the snow well as we approach the easter weekend uh sarah we know people are really excited to to get outside the weather's nice it's very it's very spring-like and an exciting time for those that want to get things in the ground and, and prepping the lawn uh and the garden of course for for planting season but what are the things that we should be doing this time of year this weekend in particular um, this weekend's great to rake up all those leaves that you missed in the fall. Um, take off any mulch that you have on things like strawberries. Let those start growing. Um, you can do some pruning this time of year also. Not elms because of the ban. Also probably not maples because they will bleed on you still. It's a little early for pruning them. Um, but all your other shrubs and trees, it's a great time to prune before they start leafing out. It's a lot easier to prune. It gives them more time to heal. Um, the only caveat to that would be your spring blooming shrubs like lilacs. Um, you want to be careful pruning them because any pruning you do now will take off the flower buds and so you'll have less flowers to enjoy. Might be better to hold off on those until after flowering. Um, but for everything else, great time of year to prune, great time of year to clean it all up, get it all ready to start growing. And uh, as far as lawns go, people like to give their lawn a nice real close cut at this time of year. Is that, is that a wise thing to do? It depends on the length of grass you have right now and how much it started growing. As a general rule, you never want to take off more than a third of the grass blade. Um, and that's important this time of year, especially because it's just waking up. It's only got so much stored over the winter. And so if you cut it a little too close, you run the risk of exhausting the grass early in the season before it really has a chance to get going. Yeah. Uh, and then seeding new grass, is it still a bit early for that? Or what do you think? Um, it depends on the location. If you have a spot that was covered in ice, or maybe still is, definitely don't go there yet. But if you have a spot that's sunny, it's been snow-free for a long time, the ground has started to warm up, then definitely you can start seeding. 
Okay, well, that is good news. Uh, you talked about raking up uh, the leaves and all those sorts of things. That leads us into, you know, composting. Leaves are uh, one form of organic, right? But as we talk about uh, wanting to compost, for those that have done it for lots of years or maybe just starting, uh, what are some of those organics that they're going to want to maybe keep around for the compost itself? Leaves are great. Um, grass clippings are great. All your kitchen scraps are going to be great. So lots of people with Easter weekend, they're going to be peeling carrots and potatoes and all that kind of stuff. Save all of that. It's great to have. And you need that balance of fresher organics and your sort of deader organics, like your leaves. Um, mix them all together. It'll make a great compost. Just make sure you're not throwing in any animal products as that is going to attract rats and mice and stray cats and all kinds of things that you don't want rummaging in your compost. Okay, good idea. And of course, a reminder that the, the city does offer compost bins. Um, they are subsidized as well. So for only $25 your cost, you can get yourself a compost bin uh, through our engineering department. And the city, Sarah, uh, annually offers a composting clinic and it's coming up in just a few weeks. It is. It's on May 14th this year. Um, it's in the evening, starts at 6.30. We're holding it at the library to give us a bit bigger space as it does sell out. Um, so you do have to register ahead of time. It only costs you $5. Go to the Kinsman to get that done. And like I said, it does sell out because it's very popular. Lots of people really interested in composting, interested in getting started. Spring's a great time of year since you're doing all that cleaning. You have all that material to start anyway. Yeah, for sure. And, and we mentioned the compost bins. Uh, again, we have them uh, through the city, but of course you can go to any... Uh, or almost any lawn and garden center and, and find them. Uh, they sell them there as well. Um, from a city perspective, what are the things we're doing around the city looking after city parks and trees at this time of year? Or tell us uh, your activities over the last couple of weeks and looking ahead to the next couple of weeks. What are What's taking up all our time? Um, there's been a lot of pruning going on at the end of March with uh, the end of the elm pruning season. Obviously was very busy and then we're finishing up pruning everything else, getting the black knot off. And right now we're prepping sports fields, um, which is a lot of work, making sure that those are ready. Ball season does start pretty quick here. Um, so that's been the biggest chunk of our time. Of course, we're also going through cleaning up garbage that's accumulated, um, raking leaves, all that kind of stuff, getting ready for the park season. Well, we're excited. We're excited for uh, Easter break, uh, and we're excited for uh, even more nice weather coming along and really greening up our city and cleaning up. So, Sarah, thanks to you and, and the entire Parks crews for doing uh, what you do. Uh, if people want more information on anything we've discussed or anything to do uh, with our city parks or gardens or they want a question answered about a tree in their front yard, they can give you a call, right? Absolutely, yep. I am always available to answer all kinds of plants and park related questions. And we also do have a increasingly better and better website that answers all kinds of questions, all kinds of instructions on how to do different gardening tasks. Um, so also a really great resource for people to go check out. Our thanks again to City Parks Gardener, Sarah Regent. Now on to It Takes a Village to Welcome a Newcomer. It's a public event set for Thursday, April 25th at Mosaic Place, hosted by the South Central Regional Immigration Partnership. And their project manager is Delise Hector. Delise, thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for all the support that the city's offering us. So let's start before we get to the event itself. Uh, I know you've been working with newcomers in Moose Jaw for several years. Uh, give us your background. Sure. Well, I grew up in this area, actually in the rural region, and um, moved to Moose Jaw in my teen years. And then I did some work abroad, and I came back like I think a lot of people do. And I've been working since the moment I arrived back in 
Canada and in Moose Jaw with newcomers here in Moose Jaw. So, you know, about eight or nine years with the Moose Jaw Multicultural Council. And uh, then last year, a new initiative started up. And uh, Moose Jaw Multicultural Council is a partner in that. Um, and the initiative is called South Central Regional Immigration Partnership. And I became the project manager for that. And basically, the key words are um, immigration partnership. It's a local or regional immigration partnership. So the whole point of what we do is um, draw together different agencies and groups and people um, to kind of take a collective impact approach to dealing with uh, social and systemic um, matters, especially in regards to newcomers and community building. Yeah, so. and and also the South Central piece because you know uh, Moose, it's not just cities that are seeing an influx of newcomers; it is uh, rural communities as well. Yeah, that's right. And so instead of we realized, I think you know how interconnected we are with the region around us. You know all the agriculture and uh, really that Moose Jaws is like the you know, small urban hub for all these communities. So instead of choosing a local immigration partnership model, we went regional because we wanted to um, help address um, community building and, and newcomer matters in the region as well. Sure. And so um, speaking of Moose Jaw or anywhere else, I, I suppose, you know, when somebody comes to, we, they're classified as a newcomer, at what point um, are those people no longer maybe considered a newcomer and just part of the community? Yeah, it's a good question. And I think that it boils down to the way that we use words. Um, you know, technical def definition of newcomer can really just mean anyone that was born outside of Canada, because a person goes through a process of integrating with their new country and culture. And, and that happens bit by bit, and it's not the same for everyone. So we just tend to call newcomer someone who was born outside of Canada, but it's really the, the community's um, role to, you know, help define when they don't feel like a newcomer anymore and when they feel established and welcome in their community. We want everyone to feel welcome. We want everyone to feel like a Moose Javian. Uh, and so what are the strengths in Moose Jaw in, in, in regards to integration? I think welcoming people for sure. I mean, okay, we we um, are notorious for being a friendly community, and um, I think that helps a lot. And community partnership is is something very strong. There's so many um, committees and just activities that they're not just one organization doing it alone. You know, there's um, just different sectors engaged and working to improve things for the whole community without just focusing on yourself as an organization. And so to that end, uh, we've got the event coming up on the 25th at Mosaic Place, a community forum. Tell us, uh, tell us about it. Sure. Well, that event is called It Takes a Village to Welcome a Newcomer. And um, it's part of our broad research project where we, the the script, as we're called, the Immigration Partnership, with our partners, we're going to be conducting research to better understand um, our community needs and our um, newcomers' needs. So this is a community conversation forum, really, for for anyone and everyone to come and, and to share their perspectives, the challenges we see, the opportunities that newcomers bring. So we're going to sit down and have that conversation just after lunch. Um, we've, we're inviting everyone to join us for lunch. Uh, it's at Mosaic Place, uh, 
a week from today, so next Thursday. Uh, so yeah, starts at 12 o'clock and ends at 4. If you can't stay for the whole thing, that's no problem. But we are asking people if they want to join for lunch to register on Eventbrite by searching. Uh, it takes a village to welcome a newcomer um, by Monday. That's our deadline for lunch registrations. Certainly. Uh, and, and again, we really just want to have that, that semi-formal conversation, I guess, in regards yep. to discussing ideas and, and, and ways to, to again, be a, be a welcoming com- community and, and ways to really help that integration process go smoothly and make our newcomers feel not only welcome to a new place, but feel like they are part of uh, the, the new place they're living in. Yeah, absolutely. And we've seen um, really the city, uh, lots of our partners, but especially over the last um, years, uh, and especially some of the work that the city did last year with um, um, some cons- cons- some consultations that they've been doing, that the city's really focusing on knowing the needs of the community, and that includes newcomer needs. So we've really appreciated that. Yeah, well, huge opportunities, uh, you know, when we all work together and, and you know, employment opportunities as we see new business coming to town. There's so many things that uh, uh, that we that we're, we're striving to here at the city of Moose Jaw, and certainly this uh, this forum is, is, is a great uh, part of that process. So Delise Hector, project manager for Script. It's April 25th, Mosaic Place. Register by Monday if you want to be involved in lunch. If you uh, don't register by then, you can still wel- you're welcome to show up um, on Thursday at Mosaic Place and be part of that community conversation. Anything else to mm-hmm. add? Well, you can check our Facebook page out for more information. So uh, that's South Central Regional Immigration Partnership on Facebook and um, you can follow the event there. Also, I just wanted to um, to thank our sponsors for the event. So it was initiated by South Saskatchewan Community Foundation, which uh, is an organization operating in, in southern Saskatchewan, and, and uh, our event is part of their Vital Community Conversations project, which, um, to celebrate their 50th year, they have 50 conversations of this type happening throughout southern Saskatchewan. And so we received one of their grants to do this event. So we're very grateful for that. As well, Southwest District for Culture, Recreation and Support contributed financially, as well as the City of Moose Jaw. So, of course, really grateful for our sponsors. Delise Hector, Project Manager for Scrip. And you can find more details, as Delise mentioned, uh, with their Facebook page, the South Central Regional Immigration Partnership. Just about done, but a couple quick reminders. Mosaic Plates with a couple of big shows coming up very soon. The Hit After Hit Tour, George Canyon, Doc Walker, Charlie Major, Manny Blue, that's May 10th, and June 8th, Professional Bull Riding, PBR, along with... Juno award-winning country band, The Washboard Union. Two great shows for one price on that night, June 8th. Tickets for all those shows available at the Mosaic Place box office. I'm Craig Hemingway. Have a happy Easter and thanks for listening. 